Qualcomm is an essential player in the world of mobile phones with its Snapdragon processor powering many of the most popular phones in the world today. We rejoin my ongoing conversation with Alex Katuzian of Qualcomm, where we will be covering artificial intelligence and photo technology. All right, well, I want to talk about another one of the, the sort of tent poles of this new platform, that's, that's artificial intelligence. AI has been bandied about by basically every tech company for a little while now. What exactly does the 888 bring when it comes to AI? So I think AI is starting to get embedded in so many different applications. We just, we just don't know it. Uh, you know, things such as real-time translation is, is, a, is an application of AI but people don't realize, you know, but, but even more discreetly, um, when you take a photograph, for example, okay, how many people know to go into different settings and try to, you know, make it so that the photograph just comes out right, you lose that capture moment, any of those things, but the AI just takes that whole thing out of it. It can recognize the environment you're in. It can recognize different faces that you've specified. It can recognize different objects, it can recognize different lighting, and it'll just set your camera to the best possible taking of that photograph and video. So lighting environments get recognized, faces get recognized, objects get recognized, distances get recognized, and it can all put it together to try to figure out how can I take the best video and the best photo and without thinking about it. So that's one. Second, for example, it starts to recognize your patterns. Um, let's say it sees you um, in um, in the office for X amount of time during the day and in driving in X amount of time during the day, home X amount of time during the day, or even outside. It can pick and choose what's the best connection for you uh, to have the best call or data experience. Um, that's, another, that's another thing. Um, so there's so many different apl- applications that AI is the underpinning of, of those applications that um, it's, it's almost impossible not to have that, you know, have that as part of one of the pillars. So I want to talk about a topic that's near and dear to most consumers, my wife in particular, and that's taking photos, that's camera tech. You, you talked a little bit about that before, but obviously that, that's another one of the tent poles of the 888. So what are some of the capabilities enabled by this new platform? So um, last year, we what we did was we introduced the first two gigapixel camera. What that allows you to do is uh, giga, gigapixel per second. That, what that allows you to do is to capture higher and higher resolution video and higher and higher resolution images. So you can capture 8K video. You can uh, capture 4K video, but capture each frame at 64 megapixels. So imagine you capture a video and then all of a sudden you go, man, this one frame looks awesome, right? I want, I want that as a picture. You can capture that at 64 megapixels, which is a very high resolution image. That was last year. This year, we're now at 2.7 gigapixels per second. So now your 8K videos are even better. Your, your uh, capture of, of highest resolution uh, uh, image sensors even better. Uh, we can capture 120 photos at 12 megapixel resolution in one second, right? So now you can see it's essentially 35% faster than what we had last year, okay? Now you can see all sorts of different applications coming through. People can get creative in terms of video capture, moment capture, sharing, 
you know, there's so many different applications. And now with the environment that we're living in, that camera is so much more important because people want to share. People want to be a part of a, of a, of a social environment. Um, you know, people are continuously video conferencing. Those, those, and, and then with 5G coming in and AI coming in, it just makes it easier and easier. So the more bandwidth I give the camera, the more bandwidth available on the network and the higher quality with AI, that will give a very, very compelling user experience to, to someone who wants to, who wants to do that. So I've heard of, you know, long, you know, studied or researched the, the capabilities that Qualcomm Snapdragon processor brings to photo capabilities. But at the same time, I hear a lot of talk from companies like Samsung and Google about all their unique camera capabilities, the sort of AI they put in there, uh, the camera vision technology. I'm just curious where, you know, where does Qualcomm begin and, and Samsung or, or Google or any of these other companies end when it comes to camera tech? Like how much of it is you versus them or, or are most of the folks just sort of running a lot of this stuff based on your platform? Very good question. So um, I can explain it this way. Uh, first of all, um, the image signal processor is developed and worked on both hardware and software by Qualcomm. What we don't build is the actual imager, the camera module, the, the CMOS sensor that is, is produced by companies like Samsung or Sony and others, okay? However, we work very closely with those image sensor companies to draw out our roadmap and figure out where they're headed. They know where we're headed. So we work very closely to try to capture the best of their ability with the best of our ability. Second, all the algorithms that are used in camera and video capabilities are developed by Qualcomm. So for example, uh, the 3A algorithms, all developed by Qualcomm. And then what we do is we, we help our OEMs with our 3A algorithms to develop the best camera solution with the sensor that they're choosing. How does how, how else do we work with the OEMs? We're always involved in standard bodies. We push certain standards forward. We, cre we develop and create certain functionalities that we uh, try to embody in standard bodies. And so we're very involved in every aspect of photography and video and image capture and all of, all of the um, software that goes along with it. Uh, depending on the OEM's choice, of the image sensor and how much optimization they're doing, their benchmark st scores start to go up or they stay as, at a certain level. And if you notice, every year, year in, year out, Qualcomm-based solutions dominate the, like, the standard called DxO for camera. And, and there's like a series of tests that figures out the quality of the image, the color clarity, um, the resolution, all of those things are captured within this benchmark and, and a consumer familiar with it. Certainly premium tier consumers understand DxO benchmarks or even tech analysts understand DxO benchmark and they can explain that to their users to say, this is a high quality camera. It's got AI capability. It has the highest quality image sensor and it works with the best ISP developed by Qualcomm. So at the end of the day, it's a combination of a lot of contribution from Qualcomm and cooperation with the ecosystem, which is the OEM, uh, the sensor companies, 
and the benchmark companies to produce the best camera capabilities. Come back tomorrow for the third and final part of our conversation with Alex, where we'll cover the topics of security and the future of laptops running on mobile chips. You can check out our Qualcomm coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. Send me a text message by signing up at 646-461-4291. Also, please subscribe and rate the show. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.